This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Joining us now is someone who knows President Trump well. He, uh, She was a senior advisor and also counselor to President Trump also has the Jenna Ellis Show podcast, and a great attorney, and great to have you here on the show, Jenna. Thanks so much, Rita. And isn't this just an incredible bombshell uh, report? And it just proves what we have really known all along, which is that uh, government actors inside the deep state were intentionally telling Twitter what to suppress, who to suppress, and interfering in our elections and our democracy. Isn't it? It's amazing. Now, let me ask you, why do you think it comes out on a Friday night? You know, with this kind of a bombshell, I would I'd be releasing it, uh, you know, Monday midday or something like that. Although the rest of the media doesn't seem to care, sadly. But go ahead. Right. And, you know, it's interesting because Elon Musk did this last Friday as well, and he tends to choose the weekends. And maybe because, uh, generally speaking, there's nothing else going on. I mean, we're all in journalism familiar with uh, taking out the Friday night trash, right, and, and burying the stories kind of in Friday night when nobody cares. But this is really the only thing that anyone, certainly on Twitter, uh, is talking about right now. And if the media is really paying attention, this should be the number one story, and this should lead all of the Saturday shows, all of the Sunday shows. Uh, but, of course, even if this dropped on a Monday morning, the mainstream media is going to not care because they're colluding as much as Twitter is. And that's the thing that's stunning. Even some of the other things that he has released, Jenna, you know, other people have not really been, like, in the mainstream media. A lot of them, oh, it's not really anything new. And we even heard Corinne Jean-Pierre uh, the press secretary, of course, at the White House for the Biden administration, when she was asked about the first dump, she was like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Give me a break. They know it looks so bad. And what it exposes is that clearly there was this concerted ongoing effort. I mean, some of these emails, especially the ones released tonight, Jenna, they look so bad because they specifically state like meetings with FBI agents, um, specifically saying, you know, oh, gosh, I had another meeting today with them. Um, you know, what should we do about Trump? You know, this isn't really like you can even see them even internally expressing that this isn't their normal policy and that they're kind of flip flopping all over the place and even debating amongst themselves and realizing that it's not the right thing to do. And then one comes back with this response this Twitter person comes back and says, well, maybe it's not really January 6th. It's maybe just the context of President Trump over his presidency. Like, like how outrageous, you know, they always made it sound like it was January 6th. And I contend that was still not a reason to ban the president. Absolutely not. Um, but then now they're now it's basically exposing that they just didn't like him and, and they just did it. Uh, I mean, to me, this is uh, how do you how do you how do you make up for what what was an enormous disadvantage to President Trump and conservatives, too? Well, and this is just going along, Rita, with everything else that. The left as a whole, whether it's Democrats in office, Democrats at Twitter, Democrats in the DOJ, 
uh, Democrats in the mainstream media, uh, Democrats anywhere, and the leftists that are simply trying to fabricate violations of the law, violations of Twitter rules, uh, violations that are totally manufactured and simply get Trump. And that's what these emails evidence and prove that they were simply trying to manufacture a situation that they could remove Trump from the platform. They could slap these Twitter uh, violations against his account, against others who are speaking up conservative opinions like my friend James Woods. Uh, like Charlie Kirk, like uh, Dan Bongino, like uh, other prominent conservatives. And I'm sure that um, if we get the release of the full Twitter files accounts, I'm sure that my account will be one uh, that I know was shadow banned, whether it was in the aftermath of 2020 or then moving uh, forward into uh, Biden's administration. And there are so many conservatives that have seen this. And now we have the proof. And the frustrating thing here is that the Democrats are still saying, well, so what? Well, the so what here is that you what you just played, Jack Dorsey telling Congress under oath that this wasn't happening when clearly it is. If this was a Republican platform, if this was Jason Miller at Getter, you better believe the Democrats would be saying, put him in jail for perjury. And of course he knew. And they would be making this big, giant federal case out of it. I mean, they made a big, giant federal case out of President Trump's document retention for presidential records of a civil act that hadn't been enforced in decades. I mean, of course they would be making a big deal out of this. And this is a big deal. This is a big deal when you have CEOs of major tech companies testifying in front of Congress, and now we have proof to the contrary. And so federal investigations need to happen, but they need to happen with transparency, with full accountability, and not by people who are Democrats and who are political operatives that want to derive a an outcome that they prefer. This needs to be in the interest of the American people and genuinely in the interest of justice. And, you know, but you know what, Jenna, how do you how do you get it back? You know, when you sit there and you think how many people didn't see President Trump's tweets, um, you were working with him. I mean, you were a senior counsel, your attorney at the time, uh, you know, and still are, obviously, but we're with him at that time, you know, on the campaign and everything else. And you sit there and go, wait a minute. Um, how many people like were not able to see um, maybe what he was saying that would have maybe, in, you know, inspired them to vote for him because some of this was going on. One of the tweets they referred to tonight was going on a week before the election. If that's not election uh, interference, I don't know what is. Um, and then the other thing is you think about the Hunter Biden. This comes at the same time that they were suppressing Hunter Biden's story. God forbid. Uh, that go anywhere. That was being blocked left and right, as we know. Uh, and New York Post couldn't get it anywhere. They were, you know, closing their account. I mean, so much of that was happening at the same time they were suppressing Trump. And you just wonder how many, how much that influenced people's decision. And how could you ever, uh, reconstruct that? How do you ever get your, you know, the, the value of what that did to your campaign back? Right. Well, in honesty, I don't think that we will ever be made whole as a country for what happened in 2020. I don't think that there is sufficient remedy under the law for this type of election interference, uh, for this type of uh, damage and for this type of uh, potential improbable crime. I mean, we have 
uh, federal election laws on the books. Those need to be looked at very seriously and see if any of this runs afoul of those. Uh, but really, in terms of of recompensing President Trump for what happened, the only way constitutionally to remove a sitting president is through the impeachment and removal process. And we know that the Democrats who now have, you know, with Kristen Sinema, of course, now switching to independent, don't have um, even the slight majority uh, in terms of the Senate. But we know that two-thirds of senators are not going to impeach and remove both Biden and Harris. But in a rational, just world, what should happen with the separation of powers as our founders intended it would be for the members of Congress to say that this was such an egregious violation that both Biden and Harris are together impeached and removed and pursuant to Article 2, Section 1.6, which allows for Congress to create law uh, in a case of removal of a president, then the 25th Amendment and the, and the succession uh, plan for this country should require that an officer, which it would be the Speaker of the House, would be appointed until the next election. And if we have any legitimacy as a country, that is absolutely what should happen uh, for what has gone on and what we know has happened, not just on Twitter, but through all of the other problems surrounding the 2020 election. Yeah. And I want to know also, we still don't know this yet, Jenna, like who actually at the Biden White House was communicating. Um, you know, maybe at some point we're going to see that, uh, you know, it, it goes very high up. It'd be interesting to get the exact specifics. Um, who knows? Maybe, you know, maybe it's uh, some of the names you just mentioned. We don't know. Um, you know, we'll find out. Uh, Jenna Ellis, thank you very much on such a big, busy news night uh, here on the Rita Cosby Show. Really great to get your perspective, Jenna. Thank you very much. Thank you, Rita. Always a pleasure. And continue speaking truth. You are one of the best at it. So it's always a privilege to join you. Thank you. Thank you. You too, my friend. Very, very much. And everybody, when we come back, we are going to take your calls. You heard what Jenna says. Jenna says this is so serious that potentially Biden and Harris should be removed. Uh, that this was such an interference. 1-800-8489-222. And I'll take your calls when we come back. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 